You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to The Noble and Roosh Show, brought to you by Ball is Life and Dash Radio. Welcome back to another episode of The Noble and Roosh Show, presented by Ball is Life. I'm your host, Roosh Williams, with my co-host, Zach Noble. And today is a sadder episode of The Noble and Roosh Show, as we will be reflecting on James Harden's departure from the Houston Rockets. Um... I wanted to give it a couple days, several days. You know, I didn't want knee-jerk reactions. Uh, it has been a difficult thing for me to have to just watch unfold from all angles. Um, but yeah, man, James Harden is gone. Years, decades, wanted to push this off as long as possible and not even reflect. Yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's a lot to take in. I mean, there's a lot to unpack, right? Uh, but I guess I'll start with Harden on the Nets, uh, his new team. I, I think you can immediately see just how good he is, how good he still is. Um, and for the record, he's going to continue to be this good for a while because his game is, is based on his skill, right? He does not need athleticism to do what he does. Um, he just needs to be strong, which he will be, and he needs to keep that little burst that he's got. Um, but the rest is all skill. So you can see what he, how he performs next to a top five player with Kevin Durant. Um, and with actual shooters like Joe Harris, guys that can really, really shoot, mm-hmm. unlike, you know, Eric Gordon, for example. It's really funny to see as a Rocket fan, it's really funny to see Harden go from Eric Gordon as his like reliable catch and shoot threat to Joe Harris. It's it's just night and day, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Nets look look awesome. You know, it's it's really cool objectively to see Harden with a top five player, like I said, instead of a star past his prime, like he's been working with with Dwight Howard, Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. So Zach, like, what are you thinking from what you've seen so far? Like, you know, what's your whole take on this? I don't even know where to start. God damn. I'm excited to talk about this with you, man. It's I'm, I'm glad we waited. Okay. We, we gave it a couple of days. We wanted to see a couple of hardened appearances in Brooklyn. We wanted to see the pieces in Houston a little bit. We wanted the emotions to settle down, even though we could have gave a raw meltdown of Roosh in the background, but, uh, it, who needed it? We didn't need to bury him very that, that far in life. So the funny thing, I mean, based on everything you just said, yeah, that's 100% accurate. But everything you just said there, the one thing that really sticks out to me is the fact that his value, okay, his value came out of the season. You got your typical James Harden stat lines, 44 and 17, throws out another triple-double banger. The first couple of games, everybody thought, Harden was going to give Houston um, his full engagement nonstop, and he was going to be all bought into this team. And um, I thought he was going to give him a little bit of a chance, and he did through two games, maybe three or four, whatever. You, then his stat line started going down, and his shots total started going down, and everybody was questioning uh, his engagement and how much he was bought in and really giving these guys a fair chance. And then so 
the internet waves started breaking down like, Oh, Harden's taking his trade value. Oh, Houston's so screwed. Is this trade ever going to even happen? Are they going to get it like a DeMar DeRozan return? And so it all came back. So predictable from the beginning. I'm just so proud of myself for getting this on the head, the whole process. I knew Harden was going to have to play a couple of games, even when this all started. Like it's, Houston did everything right, I think. I think Houston, outside of making the final deal, I think they screwed up that final deal, um, and that's what we want. I want to talk about with you. But um, it all played out exactly how I expected, and there's no way, at the point Harden got traded, there's no way his value was tanked or lowered because he already came out of the season without a training camp, without busting his ass off, um, in the cameras, in the limelight, um, he came out and just rocked it. He was James Harden from the beginning of the year. So he was, he was live. He was legit right away. And then he just chose, he made a decision to take it himself. And you can say, take his trade value. I said, take his place with the Houston Rockets. So they made this deal. Um, I thought they got value in picks. Um, I liked Victor Oladipo going there. Uh, that was, I mean, last second. I wanted to see it all play out. Um, I thought the Pacers were the biggest winner of this thing with Karis LeVert. Uh, that was the best part. And obviously Brooklyn was a huge winner here. But um, I just think it all came down to Brooklyn. I mean, Raphael Stone giving Harden what he wanted, but also not wanting to do business with Maury. Uh, what were your initial thoughts, Roosh, when this when this whole thing went down and that you saw the return your franchise was getting for James Harden? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I don't know. You you theorize in your head like, oh, I want a star and a bunch of picks, and you know, I don't think he tanked his value. I mean, he came out on fire those first three games, forty four and seventeen. Then he had like thirty four and thirty three. They would have been two and one if CJ McCollum didn't decide didn't decide to have a career game, um, you know. And then and then obviously he started tanking after that point. You know, he, he took took possessions off. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he realized like, hey, uh, you know, the better I play, the longer this drags out. Which I guess he was right Do you about think that. He actually tanked his real trade value because I don't. No, no, I don't. I don't. Not his trade value, just on the court. Like he, his effort right. level drastically dipped and you can see in the box score i mean it's really if you watch the game it's obvious but i was the um, guy that tried to talk myself in the fact that james harden was doing what steve silas does in his game plan and wanted his usage to go down and make his teammates better around him and i was that guy thinking optimus prime over here but no yeah he was taking the fuck out of that thing yeah yeah i mean i was hoping for the same thing but yeah he was he took his foot off the gas and realized he probably heard from a back channel that you know, things were heating up. Brooklyn was putting on the pressure and someone probably said, Hey, you came out the gate on fire and like mm-hmm. it made Houston, re- you know, resistant to want to do anything. So stop that. And he did. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's um, a good point. I mean, that's, 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 that's what I believe happened and who knows, but um, as far as the return goes, yeah, it looks cool. I guess on paper, you get a bunch of picks, you get pick swaps. I think Brooklyn's going to be good though. So I don't know what those picks are going to be worth. Unfortunately. Um, I hope that, Houston tries to unload them before they begin vesting so that they still have value. Um, you know, I, I would have been, if, if it was just Karis Levert, I would have hated it. Um, 
And you said like, that all from the beginning, too. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I don't think much of Karis LeVert. I think he's a fine player, but just an inefficient scorer that's often hurt. And I hope, I hope the best for him. I think he has a serious, something serious going on with him. I honestly did not pay attention. I know there was an issue with his physical that, that caused the trade to hold up for a second. So I hope he's well, but I just don't think he's that good of a player. You know, he's not what I, I <laughs> you go from James Harden to that. It's kind of tough. Um, so Oladipo takes some of the sting out. I like Oladipo and I like that they didn't go with Philadelphia because I don't think, I think Ben Simmons has hit his offensive ceiling. Uh, the guy does not want to shoot like whether he can or not is a totally separate discussion, which he can't, but he does not want to shoot. Okay. He, he does not want to. He's last I checked and maybe this has changed, but last I checked, he was shooting around nine field goal attempts per game. So you're paying a guy 30 million all the way up to 40 million over several years to take nine field goal attempts. Like I like his defense. I like his versatility, uh, but I just don't have Most much of his career. Yeah, but well, I, I just don't. I just don't have much value. I don't think there's much value in paying a guy that much money who has a built-in limitation that you now have to work around, right? Especially in the modern day NBA where you got to shoot. First of all, he can't. Okay, like his form is awful. He airballs wide open threes. His confidence isn't there, is not there. People also forget catching and shooting threes is different than shooting off the dribble. I don't think he'll ever be able to shoot off the dribble unless he really like, you know goes to town and does it and, and has a transformation. The odds are just against that, quite frankly. He's shown no statistical improvement over three years, now four years. If anything, he's getting statistically worse in certain areas. Um, I just, I'll take Victor Oladipo and the flexibility that comes with that, whether he wants to re-sign long-term, whether you can trade him for, for more assets, or whether you just let him expire and now you have cap space to try to build your team the way you want to build it. That's, that's just kind of where I'm at on that. You know? and, and I also... Letting Daryl Morey take James Harden with him, I think, would have just sent stung like a motherfucker. It just it would just be the weirdest message. In retrospect, now that I see KD and Harden together, I think Embiid and Harden would still have issues. I think he'd still the fit wouldn't quite be there. Harden would like what Harden needs is another guy he can just give the ball to and just sit there and say, "Go do your thing." And that's Kevin Durant. And, I mean, Embiid. Just- Embiid's that guy as well. It is, but he's just well, not as good as Kevin Durant. That's the thing. He's not, he's not as good as. Like- He's not as good as Kevin Durant, but it's also more than like a, he needs more than a guy that can do that from the post. He needs a guy that can handle and create for others. And like, like when Harden's a number two, he's been the number two, right? This is Kevin Durant's team. He's been the number two for two games and like what a 30 point triple double and another one or almost another one. I mean, he's been ridiculous, you know, with Embiid, he's still got to be the guy on the perimeter. Um, And I think he's maximized when he's got another perimeter running mate that can just be every bit as good as him. Like Chris Paul was in that first year in isolation, like Kevin Durant's going to be right now. That's when he's at his best. So I'm okay with, with what happened. I'm, I'm waiting to see the future flexibility. I think the Rockets have Christian Wood, who's been on fire, um, you know, averaging like 24 and 11 almost in a couple blocks. I think he's up to like 35, 36% from three on four plus attempts. So he's starting to, to really pan out. Um, really impressed with what I see with him. Happy with John Wall. I'm excited for John Wall to kind of be like the, the transition leader. I think he's got the right attitude. And then you put Oladipo next to that. I think it's going to be a weird fit, but I just think they're going to compete. They're going to play good defense. And they got some star power on paper, you know? So I'm happy with, with that as far as like that type of trade goes. I would have liked a guy like Brandon Ingram, like the Pelicans got for Anthony Davis. Um, but I guess, you had, I guess you just have to look at it as Christian Wood is kind of now that guy that they got moving forward. So. 
That's fair. So in regards to the Embiid versus KD thing, yeah, Embiid's not as good as KD. I mean, the fit's there, but and to your point, uh, off-ball movement and such like that with Kevin Durant, I just think that Harden is such an amazing passer, playmaker. It wouldn't be utilized as well with Embiid um, as it would with KD. He needs somebody that can be on the move and on the fly um, to really uh, use his abilities to the finest, to like get every last bit of Harden's core. Um, so let me ask you this. Is there a deal where it was Ben Simmons, Maxi? and like Thibault, and then he got a first-round pick. I'm not saying that was on the table. I, I know Thibault and a pick probably was on the table, uh, but Maxi, I think, was the guy, the piece that was holding that deal up. But if that, if Maxi was there, would you have done it? Because I, I would have. I think if you can get Ben Simmons, Maxi, Thibault, and a pick, just one or two, that's, that's a no-brainer in my estimation. Yeah, I mean that would have been from a talent perspective. It, it would be nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're we're on board. There's there's probably a a better trade out there, but literally it didn't seem like there were very many teams offering much better packages than um, that freaking Brooklyn package. Well, and I I really I'm just do shocked be- they didn't get involved with like Jared Allen or try to get Dinwiddie back or any sort of player because Victor Oladipo on one year, even though I think they're going to sign him, I think they will. He'll stick around. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's, it's tough, right? Because, okay, Maxi and Simmons, but now you got to think that's what you're moving forward with. Maxi, Christian Wood and Simmons is like your new core. Everyone else is kind of, who knows what's going to happen sick, with them. That's a sick core though. I, I think. I, I mean, I, it's fun. I don't think it's going to win anytime soon. Um, and no. Then, and then you don't have draft capital to neither, work with. Neither right? is your four I, I, picks. <laughs> I mean, well, well, much, but, but much quicker. But look, man, with picks, you can right for, what, can for whatever for a player and yeah, get for, for whatever reason, picks are valuable, right? We can all disagree about how much we value picks, and there's different philosophies in, in terms of how you want to build a team. But right. the Rockets can now say, "Hey, we got all this, and we could slap it on." So whoever your disgruntled star is, or who, whatever salary you need to unload, you know, you want to. You want to trade an Eric Gordon and Daniel House or something for Harrison Barnes? Like, hey, we got a pick we can slap on. Whereas previously they didn't have that type of stuff. So I, I'm with that. I'm with the flexibility because they lost it from the rush trade, right? They lost a lot of draft mm-hmm. capital in, in the Westbrook, Westbrook trade. And then as far as getting a player back, someone was arguing with me on Twitter about why not Jared Allen? Yeah, Jared Allen would have been a great piece, but I mean, he's, gonna, he's up for a contract. Do you want to pay Jared Allen? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, do they, do they value taking these picks and trying to go and upgrade with a star player instead of building a team out with like Jared Allen and Christian Wood and, you know, John Wall, like, so it's just, it's just what route do you want to take? And I think that they're opting for the flex, like total flexibility. They've got draft capital. If someone becomes available, they can make a play. Uh, they've still got all that depot. They could attach to that to make the play or they could sign all that depot. And now they got all that depot. Wall, Christian Wood, decent little core. I think that's a better core than Simmons, Maxi, and Wood. Maybe they re-sign Oladipo, like I said. Maybe they use the picks to do something else. So I personally like the Wall-Oladipo fit. I just hope uh, Victor keeps playing like he did last night. He had a 32, like 9-4 and four performance, which is just, he went out and got his stats. I mean, it didn't look like anything with the team. The team didn't look great at all, but um, he went out and proved he's, he's here, and he means that he's 
looking to prove himself in a contract year and he's getting back to hundred percent form. And that's all you want to see out of a guy. You want to see a guy that you can make a decision on uh, that. Hey, you got a guy back in a in a trade that who still has an ups, upside all-star ceiling or sign him to eventually trade him. You know, people are doing that and you don't want to lose him for nothing. That, that sort of deal. Yeah. I mean, Look, I thought they, I, the first quarter was bad. The first half overall wasn't good. Second half, though, he settled in with Christian Wood, and they were really running in. Uh, in the second quarter, that they, they settled in, I thought, I thought. But they were really running some nice pick and roll together. They looked good. I don't expect him to shoot like that or to score 30. You know, <laughs> He hasn't had a game like that, I don't think, in like almost a year. Um, so I'm not expecting uh, no, that. No, he's to... had a couple. He had a couple this year early for Indiana that were really good. Okay. Well, good. Yeah, you I mean, liked looked... the idea of walling him together going forward. I got to see it, you know, okay. but I think, I, I think so. Look, what I like and what will be drastically different from the Rockets that we've come to know for most, most of the last eight years is, I mean, you have high energy and athleticism and high defensive IQ now in your starting backcourt. I mean, mm-hmm. Wall and Oladipo can be elite on-ball defenders, you know? Yes. Um, and now Christian Wood, I don't know why this has happened, <laughs> but Christian Wood's defense has gotten a lot better since the trade like night and day before the trade, he looked like a baby giraffe on defense. Um, you know, just kind of prancing around, getting the like, muscled out, beaten up last three games. He's held his own. He's been pretty good. Um, I'm going to be paying more attention to that. Cause I mean, I, I haven't noticed that a ton, but I'm glad you pointed that out. Cause that's what I'm, I'm zoning in on that next game. That excites me. That arouses me. Cause we need some strong wood. If you know what I mean? I mean, he's got a, <laughs> lay it down and beat people up. So you think maybe he just got a chip on his shoulder and say like, this is my team. I got to man up and do it. I don't know. It's possible. I (laughs) I do. I do. I mean, I do see like some, you know, I I think there's a lot to it and let's get back to Harden by the way, but Harden. Okay. Some of it I think was from defensive lapses from Harden, just being quite frank, you know, and demoralizing Uh, the rest. Yeah, you know, it's tough. Like some, some, of the, some of the defensive lapses Harden made in Houston, which he's probably not going to make in Brooklyn right now because he knows all eyes are on them. Um, but at times, some of the things he do, it just, it'll break your defense down, right. you know, sure. and it makes everyone else look bad. So some of it's that. Some of it, I think, is pressure. I think he, was, I think he felt the pressure. Like, I think the whole locker room felt like, yo, we got to win so Harden doesn't leave. And they were hesitant as a result of that. Like, you could just see, you know, he, Christian Wood would be hesitant to attack now. He just scans and then makes his move and he goes. He, like, he doesn't think about it anymore. You can see that, or at least I can. I think so, it was kind of like a, a combination of the pressure from that and then just like the, the harmony that was not there with Harden and that team, you know, which we could see once everyone came back. after Once Harden decided to take his foot off the gas, we could see like how there was no, no harmony and the effort was just not, not there. Everyone wasn't on the same page. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I like Wall. I like Oladipo together. I really want to give them a chance. I still think Houston needs to make a couple moves or at least change some rotation issues. Uh, Steven Silas has been starting David Nwaba. I think that's got to stop immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not playing McLemore. McLemore has been pretty bad on defense, but I mean, the shooting is just too valuable, I think, to, to play him such little minutes compared to other people. Um, so they have potential, man. They've, they've got potential. I, I'm just not expecting much from them anytime soon. And I don't think that Ben Simmons on the team, like 
yeah, you get Ben Simmons and so what, man? What, maybe they make the first round and then they get bounced by like the Lakers or the Clippers? Yeah, that's fair. You know? You know, I, Ben I, Simmons, like, people last year were still like, this guy could still somehow be the end up being the best player in the league at some point. Um, I was out on that by year two. Uh, but I still like, I thought he had like top 10 player potential even last year. Now, I mean, shit, he's, he's lucky if he can remain a top 20 player at this rate. <laughs> he's, not a, he's, not, he's not a top 20 player in the league right now. No, not. not right now. Absolutely not. 12 points a game, eight assists a game, nine rebounds a game. His eight assists are identical to last season. He's averaging 1.5 steals, which is down from last season. 12 points per game, down four points per game from last season. He's turning the ball over more 4.2 turnovers this year 3.5 for the last three years of his career he's shooting 9.2 field goal attempts per game he's turning it over despite playing two minute two and a half minutes less per game right i mean like what are we talking about you know honestly like good for him i mean no i'm not trying to disrespect the guy or the fans of philadelphia but james harden i mean 30 million 35 million 40 million over the next whatever four years for that Right. Good. It, I'd, I'd much you're really t- exposing yourself if you never wanted to trade Simmons for Harden, and even from the beginning, it was just pathetic. And right. I, I'm I, I was shocked at not many teams being involved trying to make a last minute play uh, for Harden because I think that trade package would have been pretty easy to beat, to be honest. And many teams could offer picks like that, but you know what, actually. What it, what what I trashed at the time that in retrospect I might be might be open to now is um the Miami deal. You know? Starting to fall in love with Tyler Hero or what are we talking about here? Nah, just that's a young player. That you could have got those four picks with Duncan. <laughs> yeah, I mean you get Hero, Duncan, get the get the picks, and then you get a vet like Iguodala to like guide the transition, you know? Um right. like why not? You know, I just they just can't shoot. This team can't shoot. So uh, yeah, I would really, right. I would really I like mean, some shooting. Anything. I would really love some shooting. So I, in retrospect, I think that might have ended up being the best deal. And, you know, Harden gets to go to Miami, and it's not like a shoe-in that they're going to win, you know? So there's, there's some, I don't know, there's just some type of suspense to it. Whereas now it's like, oh, great, he's with KD. I mean, they're not, they won't be stopped. If they can play any lick of defense, they will not be stopped, in my opinion. Is you know. PJ Tucker the last move that needs to be done for Houston? Because I think so for this right now, this season. Yeah, I'd say ship him to a contender. I mean, even you know. Eric Gordon might not be like get a new piece in there. But oh, is it the last? No, no. Look, get, Eric Gordon's got to. Uh, <laughs> I it's mean, just tough. Harden's it's, not it's, there, so Eric Gordon might. I mean, have a new role, or it might be that six man you needed. I just think it'd be addition by subtraction, man. Especially when John Wall comes back, like there's not enough shots to go around for John Wall, Eric Gordon, Christian Wood, and o- and Oladipo. Because Eric Gordon is not useful if he's not handling the ball and playing like a, a you know a very poor man's version of Harden, where he's like dribbling, dribbling, then driving, bodying, and kind of laying it in. That's his game at this point. That's his game, and I'm good on that, man. I'd I'd rather trade that, get like Harrison Barnes if Sacramento is willing for for some reason. Um. I honestly wouldn't be opposed to seeing all three of the D'Antoni stayovers just going, you know, Eric Gordon, PJ and house, maybe keep house, but ship, ship PJ to a contender, let him go do his thing, get some type of draft capital, some type of assets for it, you know? Um, 
He did. I mean, yes, he might seem a little happier that Harden's gone, but at the same time, he wants to be on a winner. He wants to be a team that, I mean, he believes in every night. You can just see it. Like, he's not 100% himself, and it, the contract thing is always going to be looming over his head. So he needs a fresh start. So free, free P.J. Tucker as well. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you saw, there was a, you know, I think he did a presser yesterday where he was talking about, he just looked sad, man. Uh, he just looked like kind of depressed. Right. He was just talking about how everyone was gone and it was just him and Gordon. And he said, and, and Gordon doesn't talk much. So it just, he just kind of felt like it was just him that's, that's left over. Moving on to Brooklyn here a little bit. Uh, James Harden ready. I mean, put the rest aside that he's out of shape. I mean, he shed, I don't know, 30, 40 pounds, what overnight and came out and put up a couple triple doubles leading to wins and beating the East standard in the Milwaukee bucks. The, the Bucks that um, have been the number one team for a few years now. I mean, he made that look pretty easy. So the fact that these guys were able to hang on to Spencer Dinwiddie, um, didn't have to trade a ton more players that um, are good off that bench, and they really just gave up picks. Allen, who um, they were probably going to lose anyways because they couldn't pay him, and then Levert, who's gone half the time anyways. I I think it was such a no-brainer for Brooklyn. It's it's already making all the sense in the world immediately. Harden is looking so damn good back to 100% easily. I just think James Harden right now through these first two games, I can't decide if he's more valuable than Kevin Durant or he just makes Kevin Durant that much better okay like i know kevin durant harden's making kevin durant the best player and even even better player and by harden being there it just makes kevin look so much better but i think harden's been more valuable these first two games and it's just a situation where harden could end up being the more valuable player but kevin durant could be the better player what do you think i mean harden harden raises your floor like i don't know i don't think anyone knows his game and his impact better than me quite frankly because i've just watched him so freaking much for so long and argued and defended him for so long i mean he can win 50 games with anyone okay kevin durant i don't know if he can and we saw with brooklyn when, when with Kyrie out brooklyn's been very inconsistent james harden is a stabilizing force right and that's not a knock on kevin durant it's just that some guys are meant to be the engine and some guys are meant to be like the nas that shoots you you know and hardens the engine and kd is the is the turbo boost you know what i mean um kd is what's going to take them is kd is what makes them unstoppable in his own way harden is what keeps them unstoppable right and that's with or without kyrie irving so yeah i mean he's so good that he can be the man for a team but you're seeing like i was looking i was tracking his stats and Harden's stats were really just it was kind of like you know 18 points like six assists late third quarter and then all of a sudden you see his impact now. He's able to be the guy in the fourth because he's got Kevin Durant. And if you go look at, you know, the plays being made down the stretch in the last two minutes, it's like Harden assisting Durant, Harden assisting DeAndre Jordan, Harden with the floater, Harden with two free throws, Kevin Durant with a jumper, you know? He's, he's got his hand in everything that's going on. Um, and that's why he's always been so good. And that's why the Rockets were so good when they had Chris Paul in that first year because Harden could just, you know, someone else could close while Harden was still having his hand in that. In closing, right? He's not the closer as a number one. We've seen that. 
But when he's got someone who's capable of being the closer as a number one, like Kevin Durant, like CP3 was that year, Harden is the best 1B option around, period. Uh, maybe you could argue Anthony Davis. They're, they're the two best 1B options, period. I mean... I, Although I would say Anthony well, Davis is... I'd say Anthony Anthony Davis is a number two, not a one B. Yeah, but that's a agreed. that's a different. There you go. Yeah, but but yeah, man. So I mean, I, look, I don't see I don't see them being um, being beat, man. I mean, and you you get to see how I don't see them being beat in the Eastern Conference, but you get to see how all these people have their narratives. Oh, Harden's out of shape. Oh, Harden had a pregame meal. Like, nah, man. Like, look at him in the that Brooklyn uniform. You know, he's in very he's in very good shape. Looks he's damn playing, good in black. He's playing extremely good basketball. Like, he's it's every bit of him is still there. You know, it's just when people want to unleash their jokes, they want to unleash their jokes. But now he's with KD. It's cool. It's the new thing. So, oh my God, Harden's fun. I'm literally literally seeing screenshots of people from like four months ago that were trashing how boring it is to watch James Harden. Now saying, man, Harden's fun to watch, and it's like. Yes, we know, man. It's because we watched him for real, and, and and you guys didn't, you know. But he is this good. So, look. On one hand, while I'm sad that they lost him and that that he's been traded and all that, there is a part of me that's that's happy to see that he was every bit as good so far. At least we'll see how it plays out. But he was every bit as good as I have defended him to be. Um, and I take joy in that because it's like I watched him for my team. I know, and and. We'll see what happens with the Nets, but this could very well validate, objectively validate, like if CP3 played and wasn't hurt, like they would have won the championship and that it would have worked <laughs> back then. You know, he just oh, never yeah. had the right running mate. He always had a past prime guy, even CP3, past prime guys, um, significantly past prime guys. And he was so freaking good that he just was able to shore up all those deficiencies until a playoff series happens. And you see, like when a team can scheme out the guys that can't do other things. Yep. Harden's not Superman. So, no, every time a massive trade happens, it exposes a lot of bad takes from the past and um, the pros and cons of a lot of players and uh, new environments. It's just great to see players in better situations. And he works getting to see Harden in the absolute perfect situation for him. So, in his prime yet there's no excuses it's literally like we're getting we're getting to see what james harden is really all about uh and it's and it's pretty amazing it's going to be a fun ride and i'm not going to sit here and bash it like other big threes i'm just going to enjoy it like basketball like that's what you got you have one option if you're going to watch this game you better just enjoy it it is what it is so um with that said <clears throat> any bad takes that have really stuck out to you that have really exposed people uh i mean you've mentioned a few of them but like it's always fun looking back on this stuff and uh just seeing people try to make up stuff to cover their narratives they've been trying to push for all this time and uh i don't know yeah man um i think there's one i saw i forget his name i think it's chris hayes he's a political commentator i think on like msnbc CNN, dude. Uh, I think, I don't know. I think he's on MSNBC. I really okay. don't give a shit though. But yeah, he, he had a tweet from, it looked like the playoffs. I think it was September 4th of, of 2020 where he's like verbatim saying James Harden is, you know, is so awful to watch. And then last night he says, you know, okay, James Harden's fun to watch. And uh, that's pretty awful. It's just like, okay, thanks. You know, you're, you're, you're a dweeb. You obviously don't watch Rockets games. You only watch, you know, a couple of playoff games. 
and feed into the narrative. Um, I saw, I think Chris Broussard was saying, oh, James Harden can pass like this. So something like that, something about how he can, he can pass. <laughs> it's just like, dude, what have you been watching for yeah. a year? You know, uh, what have you been watching? Cause he does this every night, literally every night. Uh, I've seen him do it on TV. I've seen him do it in person. I was there in, in the stadium at Staples center when in Mike D'Antoni's first game, when Harden had 35.17 assists, which is his career high, which he matched in the first game of this season as well. Um, like the guy can do it all. There's nothing he cannot do. The only thing is whether or not he wants to, you know, exert energy at a certain point in time, which is why on defense, he'll be bad sometimes. Cause he's just, you know, just shuffling his feet, like, you know, just casually. Or on offense, he'll just take a step back instead of attacking. But those things get mitigated when he has guys that can mitigate them, just like for everyone else. For everyone not, not named LeBron James, they have needed people that can shore up their weaknesses, you know? And now you've got Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant can do a lot of things that James Harden needs someone to do, that any basketball player needs someone to do. He's got guys that can catch and shoot at like a 40-plus percent clip. Um, you know, he's got, we'll see if they have defense. But if they have a decent defense, like you're going to see, okay, his, his deficiencies are now shored up and you, you can't beat him. So we'll see. You know, and, and that's what it was in 2017 to 2018. They won 65 games. Chris Paul missed 24 games. They threw the last game or two of the season because they sat everybody. Definitely the last game. Um, like when he's got someone that can shore up the few deficiencies that he has, you cannot beat him. So... Now, the biggest concern going forward is defense, and DeAndre Jordan did, did a heck of a job on Giannis for a lot of the game last night, too. That was interesting to see. And uh, yeah, Giannis, they, Giannis stock is down. That's a different discussion, but I think you want to talk about deficiencies becoming exposed, man. They Every need to rely on Chris Middleton in the last three minutes. They do. Chris Middleton's so damn good, they got to let him be that guy. Because you, you got to shoot, man. Like David Thorpe told us, when <clears throat> when possessions break down and you got to take that like quote unquote bad shot, you need someone that can hit quote unquote bad shots. Giannis cannot period. Well, man, unless you have anything else left to say, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, I am sad about James Harden, you know, so we'll see. Go Rockets. Damn, <laughs>